Hello, Common Ground Church, Evan here, and welcome to episode one of Praying the Psalms, our podcast where we are starting a new series looking at the Psalms and not just as lessons to be learned, uh, but lessons to be lived out. We're looking at the Psalms in this series as prayers to be prayed, where each week in this podcast, we're going to revisit the Psalm that was taught about in the Sermon on Sunday for the purpose of not necessarily learning a little more, but for the purpose of actually making those words of the Psalms our own words, of making the prayer prayed in that Psalm, the song sung, our own prayer and our own song. And so this is going to be a bit of a participatory podcast where you're going to want to participate on your own because this is going to be a guide for you on how to pray these songs. In the last series that we went through on this podcast, we were teaching in the book of Daniel And so this podcast back then, it it served as extra teaching, as extra content. And so that's why we called it the bonus content. Um, But with this podcast now for the book of Psalms, the purpose of this podcast is going to be bigger and a little little more specific than just bonus content, than just doing more teaching. Um, Because though that's cool, um, though I love doing extra teaching, and I will do that more when we we get into extra books, this is going to be more specific. And what I want to do... What I want to do during the Psalms is invite us as a church to reinvigorate, or maybe just to invigorate for the first time, our prayer lives. Um, Because really that's the purpose of the Psalms. The Psalms are not just knowledge to be learned. They're not just more teaching to be had. And, And the purpose of each Psalm is not just to learn all that we can about the Psalms, but they're really meant to be guides, guides to be used to, in order to change our lives and specifically our prayer lives. And I think it's important Um, to lean into this aspect of really learning how to pray the Psalms. And I want to do this with this podcast because I think, you know, with my role as pastor, my role is to be a shepherd. Um, And a shepherd essentially means to teach and to guide people into deeper relationship or to initial relationship with God. And the Bible teaches that the main way we do this, the main way we enter into relationship with God, or the the main way that we cultivate deeper relationship with God is through prayer. And that is the purpose of the Psalms, to, to lead us in prayer. And we know that prayer is not just a simple, easy thing that we're all necessarily good at, and so that's why God has given us the Psalms. He's given us the Psalms to help us, to guide us. Um, And the Psalms are teaching us, essentially, as we talked about on Sunday, the language of prayer. These are the words of God teaching us how to speak this language of prayer, teaching us how to speak the language of lament, how to speak the language of thanksgiving. The Psalms teach us how to pray. And and there's so much to be learned about how to pray in the Psalms. And so I want to lean into that. I want to lean in on how the book of Psalms is helping us and guiding us to pray. And so in this podcast, we're essentially going to be learning how to pray the Psalms, how to learn from the Psalms. And because the Psalms, these are songs that were meant to be sung to God and prayed to God. Um, But while it's, you know, pretty easy and simple how to know how to sing a song to God, uh, praying is just a little bit trickier. Uh, Really, it is pretty easy. And so that's why I think we're going to be able to teach it and learn it here. It's just something that needs to be practiced, something that needs to be practiced in order to really fully grasp Um, the power of this guide of the Psalms and how it is. And so today we're going to be doing that. 
Um, we're going to look a bit at just exactly how to pray the Psalms. And then I'm going to lead you through this exercise of actually doing that. And this is going to be the rhythm of this podcast is mostly that second half of actually going through the exercise of praying it. In this first one, we're going to spend some time teaching on how to do that. But hopefully as we get a sense of how we can do that, as, as we get a handle for what exactly that means, then in the future, in the future podcasts, we can just jump right into it. That we know whenever we come up to a psalm, how that is guiding us in prayer, and we can quickly turn that psalm into our own prayer for God. And so that's going to be what the second half of today's podcast is, and what most of these podcasts will be, is learning how to take the psalm that we learned about on Sunday and use that in prayer and pray that back to God. But until we get there, let's start with a bit of a how. Now, when it comes to praying the psalms, each psalm is guiding us in prayer for a specific thing, a specific reason. Often these are emotions or topics or all these different things that is calling us to pray about. And so, of course, whenever we approach a psalm, we have to pause and ask a question, you know, what is this psalm about? What would this psalm have meant for the psalm writer if it was written by David? We have to do a bit of study, a bit of thinking. What would it have meant for them to sing this psalm or for them to pray this psalm? You know, how would this have, have expressed his convictions, his hopes, his prayers, his praises in the original circumstance? And really trying to get a sense of, of what was the original psalm writer getting at? What is the purpose of this psalm? So that then we can take that, once we've identified the main thing, then we can turn and we can say, well, what does this mean for me? Um, what does this mean for me as a follower of Jesus Christ? Um, and how can I make this my own? You know, what struggles present in this psalm are still struggles in my life. You know, if the psalmist is, is afraid of something, well, then what fear am I experienced? Am I experiencing? And what can I pray about? What can I bring to God? If, if the psalmist is thankful, well, what am I thankful for? Where, you know, whatever the psalmist is going through, whatever that main point is, then we reflect back on our own life and we essentially make the psalm's words our own words. Um, we insert, after we've prayed the psalm as it was, then we insert the psalm as it, as it could be for us and we use the psalm writer's words to guide our own prayer, to guide our own life there with our specific instance. Because though we can relate to a lot of what David goes through and we can pray those exact words of David, you know, like some instances like where David is, you know, praying and crying out to God because, you know, his son Absalom is coming after him with an army. You know, we can pray that same exact prayer and we can pray those same exact words, but also it's helpful then to not just pray into that, but to pray into our own circumstances as well. Because most likely we're not also being chased by an army, but there are aspects of that that we can relate to. And there are aspects of that that we also need to be formed by God in the face of our own struggles. And so that's what we do. Now, it was Augustine of Hippo who said that if the psalm prays, you pray. If the psalm laments, then you lament. If the psalm exalts, you rejoice. If it hopes, you hope. If it fears, you fear. Everything written here is a mirror for us. As you pray the Psalms, you will learn how to pray in every season, whether rejoicing with those who rejoice or mourning with those who mourn. And so we are going to learn how to do that. If the Psalms are praying that, then we also learn how to pray that. And so really it's simple. 
we determine what that psalm is about, what the original psalm writer was praying into. We determine what that is for us and maybe how our own struggles are in the same way. And we pray those two things. Now, the first, of course, the easiest way to do this, I always say, you know, start by just reading the psalm and just letting those words be your prayer. And so if we were to do Psalm 1, simply all that we would do is we would turn to God in prayer and you just read the psalm. You don't insert any of your own words. You don't insert any of your own thoughts. But to very the very beginning is simply to pray those exact words to God and pray that psalm. That needs no instruction. It's simply just repetition of taking the psalm and going like that. But the next step then would be to make it our own. And so... This is going to be a bit of an exercise, a bit of a practice of praying the psalm. And you can do this if you're listening. You can do this while you're on your walk. If you're sitting in your house, sitting on the couch, um, you can do this wherever. Um, if you're driving in your car, however, I would say that the only requirement as we move into this next section, as we move into this actual practice, is that you do not try to multitask, that you pause from whatever you're doing and actually participate in this, um, because this is... The whole point of this is something to participate in, not just something to be learned. So as we move into this next section, I would just ask that you participate. Uh, and I'm going to lead you through this psalm, essentially, and show you the places where you can implement your own words and make it your own prayer. And I would encourage you then to do that. You know, I'm just going to give brief moments of silence, um, and I would encourage you to fill that silence with your own words, with your own prayers to God. Um, and I would probably encourage you to pause on those times, um, to pause so that you have more time to pray. Maybe you're someone who needs to journal or you like to write down your thoughts as you pray to God. And I would encourage you to do that and to take the time you need to by pausing. But of course, for podcast reasons, I will move fairly quickly and not just spend long moments in silence. Um, there is always the pause button so you can do that. And we're going to essentially walk through how to do this, how to pray the Psalms, we're going to do this exercise. And so, as we go through the psalm, we're going to pray those words, and then pray those words specifically as they apply to you. And so we're going to go through this. I'm just going to read the psalm, and then we're going to look at how we can plug that in to our own life and make this prayer our own. So I'll first begin with just reading the whole psalm, Psalm 1, as we talked about on Sunday. So Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. So we pray that back to God. But if we were to make that prayer our own, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. I think for me praying that, I would say, Lord, 
I repent of all the ways that I walk in step with the wicked. I repent of how I have sat in sin instead of fleeing from it. Thank you for lifting me out of my sin and placing me on your path. God, keep me from falling off of this path. Keep me from joining in the mocking and joining the company of mockers. Prevent that from growing in me. And bless me, as this one you described as blessed, bless me that I would not walk in step or sit in that company. The psalm goes on, but, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night, that is the one who is blessed. And so we would pray, God, make me delight in your law. God, give me delight in your law. Give me delight in your ways. God, I love the, the story of your working creation and your story of saving me. Would you, would you bring that story to light in my life today? Would you give me delight for your law? God, I recognize that I do not meditate on your law day and night, and would you bring that to mind for me? And then in this case, we would essentially, you know, depending on your situation, depending on your practice, we would share that practice with God. You know, in whatever cases we have been through where we maybe have walked in step with the wicked or, or however our personal practice with the law of the Lord is, we would bring that to God. So at this time, would you just bring God those ways in which you need to repent for how you have walked in step with the wicked or stood in the way of sinners or sat in the company of mockers? Would you take that to God right now? And then on the flip side, when it comes to delighting in the law, this is where we take our current practice of being in the word with God to him um, and perhaps asking him to change our practice of reading his law or of, of being in the word. You know, if we have not been in the word much, if we haven't been reading our Bible much, this is where we would ask God, God, would you help me to read more? Or if you have been reading a lot recently, then maybe your prayer is specifically for that delight that it speaks of in this psalm. Um, would you just pray, God, would you cause my heart to fall more in love with your scriptures? Would you give me the delight that's spoken about? And you bring that topic of delight in the law of the Lord to God. Wherever you are in that, right now, would you bring that to God? And as we reach verse 3, we'll finish the rest of the psalm. It says that that person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. But not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. So as we reach verse 3, we thank God that he has planted us by streams of water. We thank God that he has given us access to the water of life. That because of it, now we can produce fruit. And so this is a time when you would ask God, you would come before him with thankfulness, And then ask God to produce that fruit in you. To use whatever challenges you are currently going through um, to cause your roots to grow deep or to strengthen your branches or to bear fruit. Or maybe you don't feel particularly close to the water of life. This is where you would bring that to the Lord. Or if life is good now, um, if you do feel close to that source of life, if you do feel close to Jesus, 
then you would pray that this current proximity to God's life-giving source and the good conditions of your current life would be maximized, that God would grow fruit in this good growing season. And so that could be a time to thank God. Thank you, God, for planting me by these streams of water. And then you could be specific. Thank you for each and everything here. You could tell him what you're thankful for. Then you would ask that, that he would grow in you the fruit. And as we reach the end of the passage, the last three verses, it describes the, the wicked standing in judgment. And for the Christian, this is an opportunity to thank God that we do not stand in judgment, that we get to be in the assembly of the righteous because of Jesus, um, that our way is watched over by God, and that we will not see destruction. This is a time to thank God for this. Say, Father, thank you for watching over my ways. Thank you that you have counted me as righteous. Thank you for keeping me from destruction. And that one is simple, looking at what it's about. We turn to God. Thank you for, for not making us stand in judgment, but because of Jesus, we get to stand, stand in the assembly of the righteous. Thank you for watching over our way as we are counted as righteous, and it doesn't lead to destruction. And so that's how you pray the Psalms. You identify and isolate the main idea of the Psalm, and then you just continue to pray into that. And in this Psalm, the focus is following God's law, delighting in God's ways, delighting in the Torah, which as we mentioned is is the story of God working from Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy and, and how that leads to blessing and how following the ways of the world leads to destruction. And so that's, that's what it meant for the original psalm writer. When we pray into that, we pray those exact words and then we pray that in our own way. Um, we pray recognizing how that still affects us today. Um, though it meant, some, because it did mean something different for those who wrote the psalms on this side of the cross now, those last few verses, 4, 5, and 6, um, we now stand in a place of thankfulness, knowing that because of Jesus, we do not stand in judgment. And so it changes slightly for us, recognizing that, that we now, no matter what, stand in righteousness being watched over. And so that's where we change it, um, to our own present circumstance. And those first half depending on, you know, where is our delight in the Lord, depending on where we are walking in step with God and how we might be following the ways of the world, we bring those specific things to God and we learn from the Psalms what it is we are supposed to be praying about as we navigate through life or how the psalmist approaches God and how God today invites us to approach him. And that's how you pray the Psalms. (laughs) As we go through this, um, I hope you learn a bit more about how to pray the Psalms. Um, But I hope that this becomes something that you actually practice. Uh, If you need to, go back and pause at those moments that you need to pause out as we walk through the psalm. As you look at, okay, the psalmist prayed, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take. Okay, look at your life and see, where have I walked in step with the wicked? Where have I stood where sinners stand? And take that and pray that specifically to God, repenting of that and asking him to change something. And asking him to give you that delight. And then ending in thanksgiving just like it was. But go back and pause at those times. And actually participate in what this psalm is inviting you into. 
of taking these things to God and following him in that. So I would encourage you as we continue to go through this series, as we learn how to pray the Psalms, would you just participate? Uh, Would you take advantage of these times to learn from the ancient wisdom of the Psalm writers of how to approach God, how to bring these things to him, and how to cultivate this connection with God through prayer? Because the Psalms have a lot to teach that are just so rich, so valuable for our lives. And would you lean into them? Would you make the words of Psalm chapter 1 your own prayer today? So that's Psalm number 1. That is how to pray the Psalm. And as we mentioned, this isn't about learning more information or a new thing, but this is essentially learning a practice. This is participating with the scripture. This is the actual application. Uh, We got to learn what the psalm is about. We got to learn just some of the nitty-gritty details about it already, and now it's not as much about information. It's about practice. It's about actually taking this psalm and turning towards God, of letting it affect our prayer life, of letting this change our life by directing us in prayer. And hopefully you learned a bit about how to pray the Psalms. And as we move forward, you become more and more familiar and more and more comfortable and more and more excited about any time you reach a Psalm, you're able to see how you can pray that back to God, how these words can become your own words, how you can pray with the Psalmist on exactly what they wrote, and then how those words can also be your own on how you are also going through something similar on how you can approach God in a similar reflective mirrored way as Augustine would put it to God because the Psalms have a lot to teach about how to follow God how to enter into relationship with him through prayer and so hopefully you are learning that hopefully you are able to practice that and do that so that the Psalms become this rich guide for you being able to foster a deep prayer life and a deep connection with God.